The stupid clap, bro. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the New Life Youth Podcast. We call it the Breakfast Club. My name is Carrie Lear. I'm one of your hosts and my co-host with me. Hezekiah Gallegos. So we're laughing because we used to shoot videos back in the day, promo videos. <laughs> and we used to always give Hezekiah a hard time because right when he would start, he'd do the clap. <laughs> and just now, as we press start to record... I went, I was like, dang it, the clap. It's rubbed off. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's trend-setting. Yeah. That's it's what we do here. That's what we do here, though, man. We trend-set, for real. Heck yeah. Um, So, yeah, you know, we appreciate everyone who listened to the first episode, man. We got a lot of cool feedback from you guys. And, you know, we really do this for the teenagers here at, at New Life Youth. But for those of you who aren't from New Life Youth and checked it out, man, that's cool. You guys are obviously welcome Everyone's welcome to be a part of the audience, man. So Except parents. <laughs> Don't let your parents listen to this. This is a no-go for parents. I'm it's, totally joking. Yeah. Parents can listen to this. So, it's no, PG. Man, it's PG, yeah. We keep sometimes it, 14. Yeah, sometimes. Not all the time, sometimes. <laughs> now, but we wanted to take a different approach with this podcast when we started, and we talked about that a little bit last time. But, you know, we'll talk about some serious things, but we wanted to keep it fun and refreshing. And we got a cool episode for y'all today because... We're going to talk about a lot of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Binge watched it. Yeah, my man has, man. Tell him, man. Tell him how you, you, you got caught up. Well, I don't have a Netflix account because I'm cheap. <laughs> but Carrie kept getting on to me. He was like, bro, you need to get a Netflix. So I finally <laughs> created one. And I think I created it on Sunday. Uh-huh. Started Sunday in the evening. Finished it Monday after after work. Yeah, finished it Monday knocked it all out it was pretty intense dude i'm telling you dude yeah i was kind of i was low-key kind of scared <laughs> yeah because so my wife's not at home all the all the time so she she babysits so uh-huh. she was out babysitting and i was at home alone and i was like man i need some lights on or something yeah. but then i was scared the lights were gonna start flickering whenever they were flickering <laughs> yeah. in the show yeah so it's like it best be just it'd probably be better just to watch it in the dark there is a, a darker side to season four man that's what I was telling movies. everybody after I watched Volume 1. Yeah. Like, I told my brother, I was like, yeah, they went super, like, that first episode, you know, dude. we'll talk about all this, but, like, of course, he watched, he was like, yeah, dude, that I was intense. not expecting that, you know, like, <laughs> man, I'm telling you, dude, I was sitting in the living room like, oh, my gosh, like, mm-hmm. what in the world is going, like, that's, I've never, like, we haven't, we haven't seen a death like that Heck no. in, the episode, in, in, in the show, you know what I'm saying, yeah. so. But uh, I'm loving the the growth of the kids because, you know, when they started, they were like little kids, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's cool, man. But, um, you know, real quick, before we get into the Stranger Things stuff, man, um, we had the opportunity to go to Plainview, Texas on the 24th of June and got to hang out at my boy Ishmael Soto's church. Shout out to Ish, man. And, uh, yeah, man, thank you so much for having us. They were having a youth event called Holy Ground, and we got to hang out and got to see them do a relay which inspired me for our spring retreat coming up next year <laughs> and um man got the opportunity to minister to the kids it was cool man i had a good time it was really uh, fun yeah and so um we on the way back you know it was me hez and, and andrecito and um on the way back we we kind of got into a really deep conversation real quick that we want to talk about before we get into uh stranger things topic stuff but you know we started talking about like unhealthy competition in youth ministry yeah we really talked about it a lot and um you know i've been in youth ministry now serving leading for a 
10 years and you have led in youth ministry for a year. You know what I'm saying? And along that, bro, like you were alongside me a lot of those years. And so we can honestly say, man, I saw a lot of unhealthy competition when it came to youth ministry, right? Yeah. And there was a lot of competition, comparing, stuff like that. And um, actually, I don't even know why we got on this subject. You know, we were just talking and... We were just, just talking about the good old days. Man. Yeah, we were talking, we're talking we're about... We were reflecting. Yeah. Because his worship team, man, they did they did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Know? And it was it was crazy to see how young they were. I think yeah. that's what it, that's where it kind of sparked the conversation. It was like, man, dude, they're, they're young. Yeah. You know, and it... it of course, it sparked up a conversation back whenever we started, man. Yeah. We were, we were kids, bro. We were yeah. freshmen. Yeah. Dang, we were little fishies. Yeah. We were freshmen. Um, I was always talking mess about how worship teams suck. <laughs> so I was like, you know, cause at the time it was just it was just Andrew on the guitar, Caleb yeah. on the guitar, and that's the right. Vocals. Yeah, yeah. Before you hopped on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I believe Tristan was on the drums, right? Not yet. Well, no. see, here's the thing, and you know, I'm not trying to throw Tristan under the bus here or nothing like that, but like, he came back from. Dallas, mm-hmm. I think it was going into a senior year or junior year. It was one of those two yeah. years, man. But um, I know he was real heavy involved with the drum line at his school. Yeah. And so, I, if I remember correctly, he actually didn't come on until like full on until like you were already involved. Yeah. Um, Andrew, of course, Kaylin, Caleb. Because remember the first time we did worship, we did I Surrender without mm-hmm. drums, remember? Yeah. And uh, I remember we carried that thing for like 45 minutes, man. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it was just, we just started talking about how, you know, we started doing it so young and so raw. Yeah. Um, one night, dude, it was, it was crazy because I just had felt the Holy Spirit. I think he heard me complaining, you know, uh-huh. but I was like, man, these vocals aren't that great. It doesn't yeah, sound yeah. that great. And then something just hit me and it was like, you've got so much to say, but what are you doing? Right. I was yeah. like, oof. All right, so then I asked you, you know, hey man, what do y'all need? Yeah. And you're like, man, we could use a keyboard player. Yep. So I was like, all right, bro. So I was like, I've never touched the keyboard in my life. Yep. So I just, all right, spirit, you lead me, man. Yeah, for sure. I was not no pro, bro, but man, yeah. I, I really grew and man, we got the we got the worship team to a pretty a pretty solid spot. Man. I, yeah, man. And you know what, man? I think, you know, again, shout out to Ish, man, because you know one of the things that I love seeing when I go to youth events is when I see teenagers leading, yeah. when I see the young people leading, like like that, like to me that shows what kind of leader you are, Yeah. in a sense, right? Like it shows like, man, you're really leading and discipling and training kids up yeah. to lead, right? And so when I saw that, I was like, man, Ish, you on the right track, bro. Like, mm-hmm. bro, you're doing a phenomenal job with this group. And so, yeah, man, I was the same way. I was like, man, this group right here, they yeah. got... They're gonna if they they continue to grow. Yeah, yeah man. They had some potential, man. Yeah, they were, man. Absolutely, they dude. I was enjoying it. it, but we were. You're right. We, that's what kind of we were talking about back yeah. in the day, and and I think that's where it kind of branched off to, you know, one of the things that that I always saw was like, I always felt too, was just like this unhealthy competitive nature between youth ministries. Yeah. And man, you know, looking back now. Like yeah, it was it was like that. Not I say looking back now because now, since you know for the past two years, two and a half years, um, I have like honest like a whole new perspective on leading youth ministry stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, man, that was a interesting thing we were talking about. And look, 
if you're from another youth ministry and you know us personally, we're not specifically like trying to throw shade, but like I think we can all agree that at some point, yeah, there was this unhealthy competitive nature, yeah. this unhealthy comparison, right, to where we were like, um, we were trying to one up one another in so many different things. Yeah. Whether it was worship team, whether it was drama teams, whether it was conferences, man, I mean, I remember we would all, like everybody who hosted a conference, every youth ministry that I knew, right, uh, you know, come to the best, right? Like yeah. everybody had the best, right? And, everyone, and I know, man, like you, you really believe that and you push that, you know what I'm saying? And I understand that completely. But I think one thing that, you know, I've seen in the past is, like, that unhealthy competitive nature. And so moving forward, you know, for me, like, I'm, I think what happens is what I've seen is, like, the comparison thing. They yeah. have this. We don't have that. We have this. They don't have that, right? And yeah. so, um, yeah. And that's hard, man. That's, that, that's scary because whenever you start looking at things like that, then you just – you lose sight. There you go. You know, you lose sight of what it's really about and who it's really about, man. Yeah. And it's, once you get to comparisons, man, my gosh, it's so easy, bro. Speaking from experience, man, like, I would hear the keyboard players and, I mean, our keyboard player, Nathan, man, freaking yeah. phenomenal. And I was just like, man, he's so good. Yeah. And he starts to compare himself, but you can't do that. You know, yeah. comparison's dangerous, man. It's it's very dangerous, and it could it could actually make you lose sight. There you go. You know of, of why you're doing it, and it's it's a dangerous thing, man. In yeah. life as well, in anything really, man. It's you gotta be careful with it. Yeah, and so I don't know, man. We just you know you were talking about, hey, man, we should we should bring that up, and so we bring it up today on this podcast because you know yeah we're gonna have fun and talk crazy and make right. people, we want to make people laugh, but at the same time. I think it's good to make it aware. Listen, if you're a youth leader out there and you're listening to this, man, I would encourage you, if you find yourself in an unhealthy competitive nature where you're looking to the left and to the right and you're trying to be better than the youth pastor down the street, man, you know, take it from someone who did get caught up in that because I did. You know, I can be have an honest, open, transparent moment to where I found myself like that for a little bit. And, of course, God convicted me strongly because uh, like you said, Hez, you lose sight yeah. of what's what you're really supposed to be doing. And so, man, if you're out there and you're listening as a youth pastor and a youth leader, and I would encourage you just humble yourself before the Lord and just say, you know, hey, Lord, I'm sorry. I've been looking to the left, to the right way too much. You have me where I have me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. You have me where I have me. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being inspired. Right, yeah. That's that's totally cool. I've, we've been inspired by many youth ministries. GSYM inspired us straight out the gate, okay? The Mix yeah. was our biggest inspiration. Um, we always watched what they did, and it was an inspiration, yeah. right? There's nothing wrong with having groups that, you know, because iron does sharpen iron. Right. Yeah. Right? And so there's nothing wrong with having that inspiration, but when it becomes a point where you start uh, coveting, where you start comparing, and yeah. when you start having this unhealthy, like, ooh, we got to be better than them, we got to one-up them, that's dangerous. Right. And if you're not careful, like, if you're really not careful, your youth ministry and your ministry is going to take the hit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and here's another thing that will happen. You'll get burned out. Mm. You'll get yeah. burned out because you're trying to compete and do better than this, that, whatever, and... That's what's going to happen long term. You'll get burnt out because no matter 
if you're not following and doing what God has called you to do, and listen, listen, youth pastors, you're supposed to steward your pastor's youth ministry. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And so where God has you, that's where God has you. Build the kids where you are. Let it grow right. Let it flourish right. And you can take inspiration on all day, every day. Yeah. But be very, very careful when you start gossiping, when you start talking uh, negative, all that sort of stuff, because that's when you find yourself in an unhealthy competition mode. Yeah, that's true. And, that's good. And so, um, good. but yeah, so we just wanted to talk about that, man. We, we wanted to make, we kind of like wanted to let y'all know, like, hey, you know, in, in youth ministry, we're, we've made mistakes. We've done things that, you know, um, if we could rewind the clocks or whatever, <laughs> Like Vecna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, we just want to encourage you guys. Hey, you know, for me, I know one of the things that I've learned, obviously, that I'm very comfortable in is where God has me is where he has me. Yeah. I'm going to build where God has told me to build, and that's just that. So. That's true. That's good. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, with that being said, um... Let's switch. Let's switch topics, man. So, real quick, man, before we get into the Stranger Things thing, um, bro, I have to ask you a question. Um, I was disappointed because I found out the other day that Dunkin' Donuts they're frozen. They're frozen. Yeah, and what they're do you just mean? like they keep them like they're frozen and then they're heated up in the morning. Oh. They're not like freshly made. That's a you know why? Why? Because they're not made by foreign people. Uh. Yeah, bro. I was so disappointed, man. Like, <laughs> like, seriously, I was like, what the heck? Like, that, like, to me, I feel like I've been scammed. I could see that. I could see that. Well, I mean, well, now you know they keep, they keep pizza dough pre-frozen. Yeah. As Homeboy was showing. What's his name? Argyle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is funny, man. That dude is a trip, bro. Have you called the number on the pizza van? No, have you? If you call it, it's actually, like, him, like, taking your order. Really? Yeah, so, like... That's yeah, funny. Yeah, it's freaking hilarious, man. But, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's a bummer. Yeah. Best that's... donut shop in Lubbock. Whoa. Oh, I thought you were saying Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, heck no, dude. I was about to say, bro. I was about to slap that mic out of your hand. <laughs> Who Absolutely would you say? Not. The best, man. I would... I might be being biased because I went to Lubbock High. But the 19th Street City Donuts right yeah, across the that street. Place, that's good. That place is. Yeah, I would say legit. between them and Rise and Shine. Rise and Shine is Rise very Shine good. Rise and Shine goes off, yeah. dude. Yeah. I live right down the street from one. Yeah. And so, man, their 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 bear claws are like freaking mm. bear claws, dude. Like huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm a I'm a I'm a blueberry fanatic, bro. Yeah. Anything with blueberry in it, I'll tear it up. Yeah. So I think the only. So 19th Street does, and there's another one off of Indiana. It's um, it's called Benjamin's Donuts. Okay. Yeah, it's a weird name. You yeah. Know, it's not your average donut shop. Yeah, yeah. But they've got some really good blueberry glazed donuts, bro. That's where it's at. I like fritters. Fritters? Fritters are yeah, good. Fritters yeah, I like fritters. Yeah. But I will say, though, if you're going to get a fritter... No one beats O.L. Slayton. Or O.L. Slayton. I was about to say, what? No That's middle school. <laughs> the Slayton Bakery. Ah. Uh, Have you ever had theirs? No, I've never I've never had theirs. Bro, worth the drive. Yeah? Worth the drive. Theirs is legit. Um, it's amazing. So, like, during the pandemic, when we, everyone was on lockdown, right? Yeah. Uh, we would, well, supposed to be on lockdown. <laughs> um, 
um, we, me and Alicia, like we ate a ton of, excuse me if I butcher this, we ate a lot of the panaderia bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I, I, I'm not meaning this right, I'm Hispanic, but the Mexican bread. I'm coconut, Sweet so bread. I couldn't You know what I'm saying? So, but man, that stuff is so good, bro. It is with we, milk. We got, we got, we got crazy on it. Mm-hmm. I would I'd go every Monday. Really? Like stock up for the week. Dang. But it was super affordable. I was walking out with like two yeah. bags for Heck like yeah, $13. Dude. You come out with the stew with yeah. those things, dude. I'm like, man, this is insane. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The wife just, loves those, bro. Those in the little the little piggies. Yo. She I love the pigs. loves those, dude. Yeah. That with some coffee or some milk. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dang, we're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> That's old people stuff, dude. Like, babe, well, give me some, some milk and coffee with some little piglets. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're getting old, bro. Oh, man. Well, Let's get into what we really want to talk about today. All right, let's get into what we really talk want to talk about today. We want to talk about Stranger Things, bro. bro. Stranger Things season four, volumes one and two. This was intense, dude. Yeah, this was freaking. So, like I said, I binge watched it, dude. And man, I was not ready. <laughs> I was not ready for what was popping up, dude. I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. I could see why people were like. Hey, dude, that one's a scary one. I was yeah. like, it's Stranger Things. It's yeah. supposed to be kind of freaky, but yeah. not that scary. Oh, dude, this scared the heck out of me, dude. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, I was like, man, I could only imagine what pastors have dealt with after seeing that. <laughs> I was like, whoa. You know what, man? I really, I really love this season. Yeah. To me, my favorite season before this one was obviously season three. The mm-hmm. Starcourt Mall, all that, the whole 80s theme. The kids were like more teenagers. Yeah. You know, you had Mike and Eleven in a relationship, all that kind of stuff. You know, Hop going ballistic because he kept ca- catching or making out, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff, right? You had teen drama, That's right, scary. in season three, right? Now, they're older, they're in high school, right? Lucas is playing basketball on the varsity team as a freshman, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And the kids are in a group called the Hellfire Club, That's right? <laughs> and they're still playing Dungeons and Dragons and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, man, I, I guess because they're older, they can go, they're going that dark right. now. They're getting more, because like I said, we were talking a minute ago, Chrissy's death in episode one, Bro, was I was like, Holy crap! Like imagine, be, imagine being Eddie and seeing that. Yeah, see, I did not expect that. Yeah. When I saw her getting lifted, I was like, "Oh, she's just gonna die or something. Like yeah. she's gonna, you know, fall down, choke." And then of course, you saw the arm snap, Help. the leg snap. Yes. I was just like, and you heard it too. Yes. And then when she saw the eyes, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And of course, Eddie's like, you know, freaking out, right? Yeah, Bro, dude. Are we gonna talk about what drugs she was going for? Because, <laughs> dude, all right, she was going for some Mary Jane at first. Yeah. And then she wanted something, you know, something more stout. Yeah. So, bro, he 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 asked. He told her you can either snort it or you could smoke it. That's some intense stuff, dude. Yeah. Like, I was like, whoa, okay, dude. But I but guess. But it goes she- to show too. Okay, so like not. To go like youth pastor mode real quick. Yeah. That goes to show like you can be the most popular kid in school, have the most popular boyfriend in school, head of the cheerleading squad, all that sort of stuff. It doesn't mean you don't battle certain things. Yeah. Right. That's true. You, yeah. It doesn't mean you have stuff that's hidden, mm-hmm. stuff that you're not that you're not dealing with. And with, and for example, with her character, she was dealing with stuff to the extreme 
Um, of course, it said, you know, she was dealing, obviously it's a show, right? So she yeah. was dealing with Vecna coming to mess with her. Mm-hmm. But it was to the point where it was driving her to get involved in drugs. So let's yeah. let's go you, Pastor Mo, for a minute. Right. And Vecna is, quote, unquote, the devil. Man, I sound like, like. No, dude, you don't, because you know I was saying? thinking the exact same thing when I was watching it, dude. Yeah, so, like, you can like you, you can kind of compare that in a yeah. sense to, that's exactly what the enemy does. Like, he'll come and he'll mess with your mind. He'll mm-hmm. come and mess with you and send you into the, to where he pushes you. If you're not strong enough yeah. to rebuke, it pushes you into an avenue like drugs, right. alcohol, whatever. Escape from your reality. Yeah, there you go, perfect. And so that's what happened with, you know, with Chrissy, you know. Yeah. And she found herself you know, in a very, very bad situation, but, you yeah. know, that, yeah, going back to what we are talking about, that, that whole death scene was, was crazy, bro. That was intense. That was crazy. I, I, yeah, I wasn't prepared for that. I, I remember I sat there with my, my jaw just like, like open, bro. I was yeah. like dropped to the floor. I was like, oh my gosh. What do you do, bro? What do you do if you're Eddie in that situation? Do you do the same thing yeah, or do you bro. stay and call the cops? I'm out, dude. Right? No one's going to believe him. Let's be honest. No one's going to believe him. You know, let's just be real about it for a second because of, you know, the whole cult thing that they were already portraying in the yeah. show. You know, Dungeons and Dragons, all that sort of stuff. But speaking of Eddie, man, I liked Eddie. He was intense. Yeah, I like Eddie, too. His he was character cool. was cool, man. Yeah, like, for a second, he kind of scared me. I thought he was going to kiss Dustin there for a while. Whenever they oh, get yeah, rid of the yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just, like, looked at him and was, like, gazing into his eyes. <laughs> I was like, come on, Dustin. Slap him, Dustin. <laughs> but it was just bro love, so I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. so Eddie I'm was a, for bro love. Eddie was a huge fan favorite in season four. Yeah. So like TikTok has been going crazy for Eddie right now. Like, you can't scroll TikTok today right now without seeing something with Eddie. Yeah. Like, obviously the solo, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That whole scene uh, with the solo, and of course the the demo how, bats and how all that. He really played that. You don't he, think so? No, bro. They said he did. Did he really? They said he did. No way. Yeah, they said he like he really rehearsed and That's and pretty did tight that. then. Hey, well, that makes that scene even more legendary. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty tight. I yeah. didn't know that. I enjoyed watching Dustin like yeah. rock it out with them, you know what I'm saying? It was pretty cool, man. But um you know, let's 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 talk about what the people really need to know when it comes to season 4. Okay? So you remember the scene which, by the way, one of my other favorite characters in Stranger Things is Lucas's sister, Erica. Bro, that little girl's crazy. She's bro. a beast, bro. She's bro, a freaking boss. She's sassy. She reminds me of my little sister. I was about to say that, dude. <laughs> I was like, yes, she reminds me of somebody, dude. Yes, and Jez, I'm sorry. I know you're listening to this, and you will, but yeah, man. You better you better get a hold, girl, because that's the route you're going. <laughs> yeah, man, Erica's a a beast, bro. Like, she don't play no games whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I love her character, like, you know, with the part with uh, Lucas and Dustin. Mm. Where she's like, if you don't tell me what's going on, I'm gonna tell Dustin what I found under your bed. Bro. <laughs> and of course, Lucas's eyes are like, no. And Dustin's like, what's under your bed? <laughs> right? <laughs> so what the folks wanna know? What was under Lucas's bed, bro? Some crusty socks. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Some crusty gym socks? Some, All right. Some crusty socks with a few magazines that are, you know, not kid appropriate. Oh, my gosh. That's, okay, what, so, that's what I'm going with. So Lucas was into some inappropriate stuff. All right. Yes. So so here's what I'm going to say. Under Lucas's bed, 
was Susie's school picture. Oh, <laughs> man. I didn't even think of that. No, no, like, think about it, man. Like, Justin was there, right? That would have been so funny, you know, if it would have been like, no, no, no. But who knows, man? It could have been, like you said, inappropriate magazines. It could have been. I know I know for a fact, bro, there was some crusty socks in it, bro. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, dude. I, I tell it you. was so funny because Dustin was like, on a scale of 1 to 10, she was like, 100. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at looks like, 100? <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, man, hey, that bro, scene was hilarious. I'm not going to say no names. But I remember I went over to a buddy's house. We were in high school. And uh, we just going to go hang out, man. You know, just regular boys, you know, go kick back, play some video games, go to the park, go ride bikes, go door knocking, you know, running yeah, away. Yeah. Well, we chilled in the room for a little while, bro. While we were chilling in the room, the other buddy was, like, looking on the side of his bed. And on the side of his bed, he was like, bro, why do you have all these socks over here, bro? <laughs> And my buddy just ran and grabbed yeah. those socks. Like, bro, don't touch those, bro. I'm like, dude, is that what I think it is? Sure enough, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what it was, bro. Lucas is a young man. Yeah, young dumb. Yep. But yeah. Interesting yeah. stuff, man. But yeah, I love that scene. I thought that scene was so dang funny, man. And then uh, the scene where um, uh, Robin, right? The one who's hanging out with Steve all the time. That's your name, yeah, Robin. Yes. Rob went, <laughs> they're trying to find music. Mm. And they're like, Blondie Beatles, we need music. And Eddie's like, this is music. That's funny. That's, That's true. Hilarious. Dude, Robin, my gosh, that girl can talk. Yeah. Dude, she can talk. It's like nonstop. Yes. Nonstop, yeah. I know a couple people like that. <laughs> and sometimes they just want to, you know, hey. Like duct tape. Let's slow down, bud. Let's slow down a bit. Shut it down. Yes, dude. Yeah, she no, was man. Wild. Okay, so... After Volume 2 was done, right? Mm-hmm. So, my wife, when I finished watching, because it was crazy, man, because Volume 2 came out the weekend, um, right before 4th of July, right? Yeah. So, I actually preached Sunday morning, July mm. 3rd, and it came out that weekend, and so I was like, I was trying to get my sermon done, right? Right. Before I watched, because I knew once I started, I <laughs> was not stopping. gonna stop. Yeah, right. And so I was like, "All right." So I got the sermon done. I watched it, <clears throat> and afterwards, because Alicia had already seen it, and so she came into the living room and she was like, "So, what you think?" I was like, "It was freaking awesome. I love the cliffhanger it left us on, all that sort of stuff, right?" And then she was like, I am so team Steve and Nancy getting back together. Right? So she said, and my initial response was, no! Steve deserves better. Plain and simple. Steve deserves better. Alright? And she was like, what do you mean? I said, because Nancy's for the streets! (laughs) She's for... The streets, bro. And of course, my wife started laughing. She was like, no, she's not. I was like, she's for the streets, dude. Nancy's for the streets. She All right? Genetically, she's for the streets. Yeah. Her mom trying to hook up with Billy, right? Right, yeah. When she was married, okay? Nancy is the same way, right? She's in a relationship with Jonathan, and she's flirting and, and giving Steve the eyes all season four, dude. But, I mean... She's for the streets, bro. 
Let's rewind to season one. Why is Barb dead? Because of Nancy. There you go, man. She was shacking up. She was. She was shacking up. She was. Right? She barely meets Jonathan. Shacks up. Now they're together, right? I mean, okay. If, if we're going, if we're going based off of looks, then yeah, it's okay. I'm for, I'm for Team Steve. You know, <laughs> he, he's all right. He's a champ. He's taking some chunks of meat. Yeah, you dude. know, that dude was, he was a boss. Yeah. All right, but I don't know, bro. Just because she was giving him, you know, googly eyes doesn't mean that she's for him. You give me googly eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop. So, and you Shut got a So, come no, on. Like, okay, so when he when he got bitten by the Zimmer bats, right? Mm-hmm. Remember when she was tightening? She was just like. Yeah, I do okay, remember bro, that. that. That's that's like. Yeah, she okay. was like She was lusting there. Yeah, she was like. like I remember that. She was reminiscing. Yeah. Them high school days. <sighs> She's for the streets, bro. Steve needs to stay away from her. And if Jonathan knows what's good for him, he'd get away from her, too. But Jonathan might be cool about it, though. <laughs> because Jonathan's on a whole nother level now, bro. That's, you know what, you know oh, what yeah, I that's mean, right. bro? He, yeah, that's right. He's a, he's a pothead now. He might just now. be more chill about he's it. He's a pothead now. Or he... I don't know. They, I, okay, I think Steve and Nancy make a cuter, a cuter couple. Uh-huh. I don't know, but I think we have to go with Steve. I lied. Yeah, I'm for Steve. Yeah, man, Steve is better, was bro. Just, he was just gonna leave her. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone in season three was hoping Steve and Robin hooked up, but we all know that didn't pan out. Yeah. So, but yeah, dude, I was like, no, Nancy. They were wrong. She looked gangster with the bro. shotgun. Yes, yeah, she did. And then she cut the freaking barrel off. Yeah, I was bro. Like, oh my god. Okay, so I bossed up all that. Doing, bro. The thing is, though. Relationship-wise, yeah. just like her mama, bro. I don't think she should be in a relationship. Yeah? I think she should be single. Yeah. You know, dude, she's, she's got so much. She's, like, into this newspaper thing. And the yeah. only time they ever, like, she ever gets googly-eyed to somebody is whenever it's the end of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if me and you are fighting at the end of the world together and, you know, your wife's not around, I've got a strong feeling you might catch googly-eyes for me. <laughs> Shut your mouth, I dude. really do think so. <laughs> it's the end of the world. You know, you're whoever dumb, whoever is around you is who you're gonna catch googly eyes for, bro. So yes. Oh my god. If Jonathan god. was there, bro, if Jonathan was there with her, I guarantee you she would have never gave Steve googly eyes. She would have been all over Jonathan. You know, and, and for Jonathan it's like when you see him doing something heroic heroic hero. Heroic, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's like it's so much more awesome because it's like like you don't you don't see you don't him being that, that you yeah. know? like Eddie said he's not the hero. Yeah. Steve looks like more like the hero. Yeah. So I think she would have been all over Jonathan if he would have been there too. You think so? It was just terrible timing, you know. He was stuck in Cali. But see, that's my thing, man. She ain't faithful, dude. It's long distance. It don't matter. That shows that she's not loyal. Yeah, I guess you're right. She ain't loyal, bro. She's not loyal. She's so on then, the streets, so then bro. She, yeah, then you're right. Then she she doesn't deserve neither one of them. She doesn't then. deserve either one, bro. Mm-mm. I mean, that's just what I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah but my wife, like, I know, like, it's funny because we got to be in the 4th on Broadway, or I don't know if it's Broadway anymore, but we got to be in the 4th of July parade yeah. here in the city. And before we started, like, I was talking to some of the guys about it, and <laughs> they are like, yo, Nancy's low-key fire, bro, and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, bro, Nancy's for the streets. And they were like, no, she's not. And I started explaining to them, and they were like, oh, my gosh, you're right. Yeah. And then they were like, 
But I'm not gonna lie, man. Nancy's mom is is fire too. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are something else, man. Yeah, I was like, is. you guys are something else, she man. Is. Yeah, bro. After I saw season three, I I got back in the gym. I applied for a lifeguard position. <laughs> it didn't work out. I tried to. It's because I tried to become a lifeguard at Preston Manor. Uh huh. They didn't let me. Yeah. So. That's a nice neighborhood, bro. Yes, it is. But I wasn't nice chiseled enough. Yeah. So they declined my app. So I used to do DoorDash and Uber Eats, and whenever I would go deliver out there, man, some of them homes out there. The beautiful. Humongous homes, bro. Mm -hmm. But I got a bone to pick with you people. <laughs> y'all, y'all tip five dollars. <laughs> And I know y'all sitting on banks of oh, money, bro. And you tipping someone five bucks when gas is how much? Almost five bucks a Man, gallon. Y'all are. I, all right. I'll see how it is. <laughs> but anyway, that is nothing to do. So let me ask you this, man. Going into season five, all right, there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of questions, right? Uh, so like for example oh actually let me do this before we get into season 5 conversation alright Vecna comes for you okay mm -hmm. you hear the clocks you're going up you're being elevated into the air what song to get you out of the upside down needs to be played for you oh, man man that's a tough one bro I don't know you can ask my wife and she'll vouch for me but that song is very catchy I think running up the hill. Running up the hill. Yeah. yeah, I really like that one, bro. I don't think that one would be mine though. Man, it would be mine though. That's a good question. Do you have one already? Yeah. What's yours? Back that thing about juvenile. Yeah. Yeah, man, play it. I'm coming running out like okay. man back in the day, teen night. Okay. Uh, pre Jesus carry. Yeah. Every time I heard back that thing up, man, I was running to the dance floor. Okay. Look, someone out there is gonna hear this and be like, "That is so ungodly." Fine, I'll give you a godly song. All right, if it was a, a Christian song to get me out. Man, right now I'm living listening to this song called The Power of God. Man, who's it by? Let me see who's it by real quick. It's by, um, I just found it the other day. It's by, oh, Gateway Fellowship Church. Power of God. That song goes hard, man. I'm listening to it like crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Have to check it out. Yeah. Man, well, if I had to choose one, bro, it would have to mean something special to me. And it would be the one I seduced my wife with. It would why, be, why seduced, bro? <laughs> because it just sets the mood even better. Oh, God. It would have to be O by Omarion. Omarion O? Man, you're taking it back right there, yeah, bro. Yeah, my wife likes that oh. song. Oh. Mm -hmm. Man, that Wedding was the night. jam. Yeah, that I remember that song. Yes. Yeah, I can't repeat no more of those lyrics, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But if we were maybe maybe for me then Pony by Genuine. Yeah, that was also, a good one. That was actually that's one. the ringtone my wife calls it. Drives her crazy. Yeah. Like one time it went off during church and she just kind of like, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's calling you, my wife? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 that's, that's how funny. we roll, man. Okay, well I just I was just curious how in the event this ever does happen to you, yeah. I know what to play. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Bro, if you can't keep me from floating then you should not go to the gym no more. <laughs> you better be able to pull my body back down, bro. Yes. Got you better you, go man. find a trampoline and jump up there and, and tackle me down. I got you, Don't man. let me float, bro. Don't let you float. No, ever. Yeah, so speaking of the flotation, let's talk about Max, okay? Mm -hmm. I think we all thought Max was dead for a minute. I thought, I, I mean, well, 
they did say she did die. She, yeah. She did She's actually die. Okay. But I think we all thought she was, like, dead, dead. Like, they killed her off when yeah. we saw the arm snap. The li- I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm. She's really going to die. You know, you first you thought she's going to stay alive because Eleven saved her the first time. Mm-hmm. And the second time, it was like, oh, dang, like, it was. But Eleven touched her in the end, though. Right. Okay, so that's, that's a theory let's talk about for a second. And, look, I have a life. So I've only seen volume one and two once. Mm-hmm. And that's probably all I'm going to watch it. So I'm not going to go dig and right. whatnot, right? So this is just from what I saw. Okay. Um, so there's a theory. There's lots of theories out there on what's going on with Max. Um, on what might happen with her in season five. You know, obviously she's alive. But a lot of people are wondering what's going on with her. Because when Eleven, like, touched her in the hospital... She couldn't find her. So, yeah. like, she couldn't find, like, nothing, like, memories or nothing. And I saw something on TikTok the other day that said, if you remember, I forget the doctor's name, Papa, mm-hmm. right? Said that when one gets you, he consumes. Mm-hmm. He consumes your memories and everything like that. So she's going right? to wake up with a blank slate. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know, man. There's so many different theories out there, you know, like, what's going to happen with Max and... Yeah. You know, how it's going to set up season five. Some people think that, I mean, who knows? Because a lot of people, again, there's so many different theories. Like, is is Vecna hurt so bad he uses Max's body? Mm. Um, or, you know, there's just so many things. But <clears throat> what do you think is up with Max, man? Like, obviously, you know, I know you said that she's in a coma. Yeah. But, like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen with, like, is she? I'll tell you what I want to happen. All right, let's go there. I want her to die. Okay. I want her dead because one thing that always upsets me, bro, is when you build such an emotional attachment with the character and then you see her there dying and then her like, I can't see, you know, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. then everyone's fear comes out. I was like, I'm scared to die. I'm not ready. Yeah. You know, it makes you sad, bro. Yeah. You know, and a little tear kind of came out. I was like, yeah. you know, seeing them scream, seeing him hold her, you know, I got a family now, bro. So now I make it like, it hits even harder. Right. And then you bring them back to life. Like, what was that tear for then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just leave them dead. Yeah. You know, leave it leave it sad. All right. So, I want her to stay dead. Okay, so let's talk about that then. Let us let me ask you this. Who do you think dies in season five? Because you know there has to be death. Yeah. Somebody's going to die or two or three. So, yeah. going into season five, who do you think does not make it out? Mm, it's a tough one. So, I I honestly believe Eleven is gonna die. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, there's there's something that I heard that makes so much sense. Some people, a lot of people are saying Mike is gonna die. Mm. So like, if Eleven lives, Mike's gonna die, and that is like the motivation where Eleven gets all the power to kill Vecna, because because if you think like yeah. Will is what he's the heart. Right, I mean, Mike. Mike is the heart. That's mm-hmm. what Will said. You know, you remember the picture. You saw him yeah. with the heart and the and the armor. Right. It's possible that Mike dies. I I think I think I think one of I think one of the new I think either I I don't want Steve to die, but I think he might. Like in a in a heroic sacrifice. That'd be good. To that'd be good say, for him and Nancy. You know. 
<laughs> Jonathan and Nancy? Yeah. That'd be, That'd be a good hero. I think Steven um, does that. Or it could be opposite. Uh, Jonathan might die. Steve or Jonathan are, is going to die. I see. No. I, I really think Hop finally dies as well. I don't think he does. You don't think so? You think he's going to be around? Bro, if he can survive the Russians, he can survive anything, bro. Vecna <laughs> ain't got nothing on the Russians. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, I know that's a lot, but... Yeah. I, I think... I think there's something with Will, bro. Like, how come Will can still feel everything? Yeah, like, so... There's, I think there's, I think there's, there's an emotional attachment yeah. there, you know. So I think, I think he might use Vecna, or Vecna might use Will. Yeah. And I think Will might die. That's a strong possibility. There's a lot of people who have said that it started with Will, it's going to end with Will. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I can um, see that. Because there is that connection. Yeah. You know, like you saw at the end of season five. Yeah. You got that Spidey sense tingle mm-hmm. happening. And as long and as there's a connection, bro, there will always be. There's yeah. And so, a theory I have, I don't know how true it is. I don't even know if it will happen, but this is just my thing. I know me and Nathan, who's our worship leader here, we talked about it extensively Sunday morning before church. <laughs> and, it's a good um, way to get pumped up. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I told him, I was like, man, I have a feeling that um, 11 basically frees will. From everything, mm-hmm. and in the process kills Vecna, right? Mm-hmm. But the only way to truly like save Hawkins is to close the upside down with her inside, mm-hmm. and in the process, she uses so much power that she kills herself, right? Yeah, she pushes herself to the extreme. Ultimately, because she's always talking about my friends, my friends, my friends. I need to go save my friends, this, that, whatever, right? Now, I don't know if that'll happen, but that's just yeah. one of my theories that, you know, um, that's just a theory I have. What if that takes place? I mean, I don't know. I think someone else needs powers, bro. Like, after they left us on the cliffhanger, yeah. with, like, everything open up, bro, there's no way one person can close all that up, dude. Yeah. Like, that's pretty intense. Like, unless they're going to straight up, you know, Game of Thrones us, everyone dies. I'll be pissed, dude. That'd be okay. Yeah. You know, I- I'd settle with that. <laughs> dude, you know? speaking of Game of Thrones, did you hear that um, Millie, the girl who plays Eleven, mm-hmm. she's, uh, she's, she was saying that there needs to be more death in Stranger Things. Like, there needs to be more people killed off. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, complaining. And the directors, the brothers were like, this isn't Game of Thrones. <laughs> Okay, this is Stranger Things. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, maybe because they made that comment, it just might be yeah, now. Huh? You never know, man. Yeah. I don't know, man, but it's too bad we got to wait like 20 freaking years for season five. Yeah. You know, I remember when this came out, like, you had already graduated, right? I think so, yes. 2016 mm-hmm. when it came yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, the Dang. kids, like, it's crazy, man, because I remember when they started Dungeons and Dragons in Mike's mm-hmm. basement. And here we are. And as you know, I've heard this theory that everything that they, all the campaigns they do in Dungeons and Dragons is basically what's happening. It makes sense. All the monsters, like remember the Demogorgon. Mm-hmm. Had the Demogorgon. That's true. You know true. what I'm saying? Um, and as you know, as you learned, as we learned, Vecna's been involved since the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's 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 created 
the mind flare, all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. But like, <clears throat> it's so crazy because if you remember when Will gets taken, when he's in that shed, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are like, it was Vecna who took Will, because if it was a Demogorgon, it would have, it would have killed him. It would, yeah. it would have, you know, whatever. But it was Vecna because if you remember when he was on the inside of the shed, the lock, the key lock, the chain lock, it moved telepathically, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are like, it was Vecna who took Will. But the, I think the question that needs to be answered in season five is why? What made him all of a sudden just come for some random kid in Hawkins out of the blue after all these years? That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they said he attacked like in what, like 1950s? Yeah. And then came back all of a sudden? Yeah. Maybe he need, maybe he just needed to go. So if you pay attention, uh, Papa said, you're not strong enough. He, yep. We don't know how strong he is or what he's consumed in all of these exactly. years. So it's like there's there's just no way of beating yeah. him. It's like, how do you beat something that constantly keeps consuming? Yeah. And so that's, like you said, I, I think someone else is going to have to step in. Yeah. Um, who that is, I don't know. Again, I'm not a professional Stranger Things theory person. Yeah. You know? Um, but but it, since, since we brought up Game of Thrones... <laughs> so, did you see who the who the Russian was? Yeah. The Russian was the faceless yeah, guy. Yeah, the faceless guy. I was like, yeah. I've seen him before. Where have I seen that guy? Yeah. I was like, oh, yep. okay. So I was hoping. I was like waiting for like a face change. <laughs> it never happened. It was a kind of disappointment. Game but. of Thrones. So just to shift gears real quick, we'll come back. I had never seen Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And his and his wife and my wife were like, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. Listen, I tried watching it numerous times, right, because we have HBO Max. I would get two episodes in, and I just, I would doze off. Sad. And, you know, my wife, Hez, and his wife, Josie, were like, you just got to, I know it's a little slow at the beginning, but once I got to episode three or four, I was engaged, mm-hmm. dude. Like, that show was awesome, and yeah, I was upset with how it ended because I was like, so what the heck happens? Yep. And so I'm hoping with the Jon Snow series they're supposed to do, yes. they kind of answer some of those questions. That's a long way to go, though. I know, man, but That's I hope there's some way. questions answered. Yeah. All I know is if Game of Thrones kills Snow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they kill Snow, um, I'm done with it. I'm done with the whole franchise, bro. I'm done with it. He's oh, the only God. one strong. He's the only one left. The fact that he survived the army of the dead he's right? a beast he's bro. a beast man well, Arya's, Arya's dog is still alive oh that's right that's mm-hmm. right she's out there yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she's right. wild though yeah yeah. she's the, the head of the pack too mm-hmm. she, she's the head of the pack that's scary I would love to see like I know we're definitely shifting gears too fast <laughs> I would love to see a spin off of Arya yeah she's a gangster dude that's true she really is but there's a lot of controversy though if they were to do that because what did she say she was going to go do? She said, where did the maps end? Yeah. You know, she, so is she going to fall off because the earth is flat? Stop. Or is she going to come back around because it's round? <laughs> she going to come back That's around. That's the question. She going to come back around. <laughs> Calm down, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, but yeah, Game of Thrones, I liked it a lot, man. It was good, and I so told you. I'm excited about the House of Dragons. Yeah, well... I don't think we should be promoting Game of Thrones to teens. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it. Wait till you're 18. Yeah, wait till you're old enough to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
If we find out you are, we will tell your parents. <laughs> we will have a sit down and discussion. All right, man. So before we wrap up, dude, um, favorite scene. You know, and I know there was a lot more stuff we could have talked about, obviously. But one of my favorite scenes, man, were you cheering when Eleven at the skate ranch knocked her out, walked up and grabbed that skate, and was like, "Hey, Angela, boom, boom." Yeah. What were you doing when she walked up and grabbed that skate, bro? That's what you get, you little brat. <laughs> that was my first thought. That was my first thought. And when she hit her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that... I, I think that... I think that's nonsense. I don't think she got a grade two concussion. I think she just... Her parents were like, Oh, my gosh, my perfect little angel. <laughs> so they started getting angry. Yeah, I was so for that, bro. I was so for that. Bro, I realized how toxic I was, or how yeah. toxic I am, when I found myself cheering, like, damn, do it, do it, Eleven, mm-hmm. that's right, grab that skate, oh my gosh, yeah. bust her up, bust her up, and when she hit, I was like, that's how you do it, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Okay, Man. so like, I was for the skate, it was a little extreme, you know, she could have flipped it around. Because I know those skates are heavy. Yeah, dude. But I don't think Eleven knows how to fight without just, you know, throwing her hands at you. <laughs> you know, she throws her hands at you, but they don't make contact with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like she probably would have lost that fight. But, man, dude, I'll tell you what, though. It also really, really angers me. It angers me how there can be so much proof of someone doing something ugly uh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. someone and yeah. bullying them. Like, Bro, that was, if we could just be honest, that was well-deserved what Eleven did to her. <laughs> After, you know, humiliating her like that, throwing a chocolate shake, you know. Trip the girl while she's skating. Yep. That's cool. You know, push her while she's skating. That's cool. But embarrass her like that in front, in front of everybody. Of, in front, especially in front of her boyfriend. And record it. Yep. And everybody laughs. And the DJ, who, which is supposed to be an adult, partakes in. And Eleven gets the back end of it. Yeah. How's that fair? Yeah. Yeah, that angered me, bro. I was like... That's pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah, that made me a little sad. I'll tell you what, though, man. It really did. That first that first episode and the second one, it really got me thinking, man. I was like, dude. So I wasn't, I wasn't like a super popular kid, you know. But I guess I wasn't, you know, not popular in high school and middle school. It's kind of a jock in middle school. But, bro, I never saw people getting picked on like that. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of, it kind of got the wheels turned like, dang, dude. Is this really going on in our schools? For some kids, yeah, bro. You know? Like, that's, that's brutal, bro. Yeah. Like, because that can really drive some kids to do some crazy things. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, and, and then I was like, man, dude, it just it just sucks. And then, like, Vecna feeds off of your trauma. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, yeah, of course, here we go again, you know. But it's almost like the same thing with the, with the enemy, with yeah, the devil. absolutely, yeah. You know, it's like he sees your trauma. He sees what has hurt you. He sees your past. And it's yeah. like, how can I attack them? Yep. with their past yep. and if you keep all that bottled up man it could be a dangerous road man and it yep. can, can lead to some very ugly things and it oh, really yeah. it really made me kind of sad man yeah. <laughs> no man and you know you bring up a great great point in topic you know bullying is a real thing yeah you know I, I know for a fact and I won't say her name because I didn't ask permission but we've had a young lady who has shared her story in the youth ministry um, of her of of, of 
um, of her dealing and overcoming bullying. Mm. You know, verbal, you know, verbal yeah. bullying. Um, just really talking down to this young lady, and it really had an effect on her at yeah. one point. You know, like, and then um, you know she overcame that. You know, and, and um, but yeah, bullying is a real thing, man. Bullying is a uh, it's a real thing, and you know, like you said, um, kids who take so much of it, eventually they, like eleven, snap. Yeah. They snap, dude. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I I say, I say, you know, I would find myself cheering, but the reality is, in all serious truth, at the end of the day, what Eleven did was wrong. How she reacted, yeah. right? Um, you know, you can't. Ex- and and of course, there are some parents out there who will tell their kids, "Hey, look, if you're getting bullied, you better you right, know, right, thing, yeah, right." Um, but. You know, I'm I'm glad they at least in the show emphasize that hey, what Eleven did was wrong. She was gonna be arrested, all like she got picked yeah. up, all that sort of stuff, right? And so, listen, there's consequences to your actions. You may um, bullies may not get because uh, that is true. Sometimes, like with that whole situation, bullying is sometimes oh, it's just kids being kids, yeah. kids being silly, this that whatever. But it is a real thing, and so. Um, and you find yourself in a situation where you're being bullied, you know, even if you feel like nobody's listening, you definitely need to make it known. Talk to mom, dad, over and over and over again. Talk to a teacher, counselor, principal. Talk to your youth pastor, pastor. Talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, because you shouldn't have to live like that. No one should. And so, um, but yeah, man, that was a crazy scene. In, uh, that was pretty intense, man. <laughs> but like I said, man, it was it was... Like I said, yes, it was wrong, but it almost felt worth it, bro. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was harsh. I think my favorite scene though would be um, whenever they found a sub for Lucas, uh-huh. and it was his little sister. Yep. And it's like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> and that girl just went in there and she just regulated. What bro. did you say? I'm eleven, you long-haired freak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm telling you, man, Erica's a beast, man. Yeah. And you know what? I really hope she gets, like, an even bigger role in season five. I think she will. Because she is, like, like quote-unquote, a nerd. Yeah. Right? And so, I really hope she, she gets, like, a... she. Bro, was I the only one who was shocked that they let uh, that high school kid, like, tackle her? Bro. I was like, are they really letting it, like... Yeah. I was like, whoa. Equality, bro. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, <laughs> 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 right, real quick before we end, too. Were you, um, what'd you think of, I honestly forgot his name, the kid who was fighting Lucas. Oh, uh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name. But yes, it was so worth it for him to die. Okay, good. I'm glad you saw it. You know, there's people I still talk to today, they're like, he, he died? Got, he got stuck in the middle of it. Yeah, and he, his whole body burnt up, right? Mm-hmm. I talk to people still today, and they're like, he died? I'm like, yeah, when the port, when the gates opened. Yeah. And they were like, uh-uh. I was like, yeah, he was in the middle, and it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, bro, I'll tell you what. That is the perfect representation of just assuming and not conversating. Yeah, facts. Like, he just assumed what was going on and thought he knew everything. Bro, it's not a cult. It's freaking, it's, it's a bunch of kids playing some dungeon games. Yeah. You know? And that's what you get for assuming. You get caught up in places you shouldn't be, and you get torn in half. Yeah. And you know what, man? Lucas, shout out to Luke, man. 
Nah, not really, bro. He got beat up. He, got he did get beat up, but he put them hands on him at the end. Yeah, then the end, because he saw his baby getting floated. Man, he saw Max about to. Well, and then it got serious when he saw the tape player get busted up. Oh, bro, yes. When I, see Max, that, I, when like, I saw that, no. I was like, yeah, Max She's is dead. dead. She's definitely dying. They're mm-hmm. really about to kill her off. You want to know, though? I was thinking when I saw her crack up, bro, I was like, bro, if she survives this, the recovery is going to be brutal. <laughs> well, because when she lost Billy... Mm. It was you already saw it in season five, in season four. She was already having issues. So yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about like the actual physical because oh, bro, yeah. her bones are already broke. Well, that was the thing too, man. Did you notice? Like she was like all, like yeah. how? Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. A, a lot of reconstruction in her bones, bro. A lot of metal things in there. I'm sure now. Yep. Yeah, Lucas. If I was Lucas, I would drop that because I'm not putting up with that. I'm not gonna have to take care of you. You're you're sorry, bro. No, no, no. No, I'm not, bro. We are not married. If you're gonna be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life and I gotta push you around, I am not doing it. We are just boyfriend. They're not even boyfriend and girlfriend. Nope. I'm not doing it, bro. Bro, I'm bouncing. You're evil, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. No one told you to go floating in the sky. She knew the risk. Oh my God! Heck man. no, bro. That's a, that's a long oh, road man. ahead of her. Well, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> From Hezekiah Gallegos. Not you, babe. Though I love you, Josie. I'll do anything for you. I'll pull you around in a wheelchair the rest of our lives. <laughs> well, let, we'll end with this, man. Um, I just want to say, since our first episode, um, we've only had we've only had one Wednesday and Sunday total, just one. In the last one, one person who wore Crocs. Nice. Croc wearing has gone down. Like I don't ever see no Chris since our last That's since our last thing. episode, man. That's so, you know, we're doing the Lord's work. We're making an impact. <laughs> we're making an impact slowly yes, but surely. And uh, for those of you who remember, we we're talking about shoes last time. Has got his kicks. I sure did. Got them on Father's I actually day. got three pairs. He went. It was, he got his kicks. So it was nice. You know. We know how to leverage this mm-hmm. podcast. So, no, I was playing. Yes, we do. So the next thing I'm looking for a pellet grill. So <laughs> if we can, we can do some convincing there, some persuasion. We'll be good. So we're gonna d- close this up. Um, so we've done June, July. So we got August, September, October, November, December. So we got five more episodes for season one. We just, like I said, this first season we're just gonna do one a month. Put them out there. And we're really just trying to get better at this as well for yeah. you guys and like I said we hope we make you guys laugh and you know just keep you guys uh, just give you guys content to just have fun um, whenever your boss is annoying you you just throw an airpod throw in. an airpod on yeah. right yeah so you're listening to God's word you don't have to listen to them at the moment <laughs> um, you know so we just uh, we hope you guys are having fun with this as much as we are and uh, you know in the next season you know definitely Start bringing some of you guys on because I know y'all been asking about it, all right? So, there's a $25 Kofi. That's it. That's all we ask. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, like I said, man, we'll see y'all next month, the month of August. Um, By the way, before we close, shout out to Noe who is competing in the Baseball World Series. Yeah, I watched him play this morning online. It was pretty cool, man. Nice. He was pitching this morning. I want that kid on my dodgeball team. Heck, yeah, I'm sure he's got an arm. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, we'll see you all, or we'll talk to you all next month in the month of August, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon, all right? Have a great one.